Hey, what's going on, Purpose People? We want to welcome you to our Path to Purpose podcast, man. I'm your host, Dustin Robinbark, and with me, as always, Mr. A.J. Howard. Say what's up, A.J. What's up, world? Hope everybody out there is having a moto-go kind of day, baby. Absolutely. Let's go. Now, the purpose of this podcast is to let everybody listening to this thing know that it's not that deep. And when I talk about it, I'm talking about life. Everybody wants to wonder what their calling is. What is their purpose? Listen, guys, your purpose is where God has placed you right now for impact, and you are thankful through obedience. So I need you to tune in. I need you to open your ears, and I need you to listen up. And more than that, I need you to keep that let's go energy. And always got to have that mo to go energy. Look, it's time to get right, get live, and get with it, baby. Let's go. Come on. All right, AJ, how are we doing today, my man? Doing good, brother. Doing good. It's been a busy, busy uh, start to summer workouts for us, man. We uh, rock and roll Monday through Wednesday. I train football, the varsity JV girls, and all my baseball guys in between. So it's early mornings, but, you know, a five, six-hour day is better than the 13, 14-hour days I'm usually tied into. Man, I'll take that any day, man, over the long, long days. So I've had... I've had a brief period of uh, it's actually been kind of nice the past few days, man. And so I hadn't had a whole lot, but it was kind of intentional. And it's because tomorrow starts officially my summer work. And so um, I've got a three day rally that I'm leading down in Bonifay youth rally. And then immediately after that, on Monday, I'm going uh, all week to a youth camp and then uh, and then after that, and then after that, and after that. And so I've kind of positioned myself to get a little bit of a break right before the storm. Wow, you got to have it, man. And like you said, the key word is being intentional um, with your scheduling and your time, man. I wish more folks, you know, understood how important that is. That's it, man. And with the the Path to Purpose, you know, podcast, man, our hope and our intention is that we are helping people to position themselves to get the best out of life uh, that they possibly can. I say this, anything less than God's best, um, what are we doing, right? And so that's that's what I, I, I want to be in God's best for my life, whatever that looks like, this side of it all, and it's different for each and every one of us. But when we're talking about this idea of positioning, man, one thing comes to mind, we had we had had a conversation yesterday about this topic, and we both agreed that, hey, I think I think this would be um, uh, a big topic for us to discuss on the podcast. And, you, you know, we're talking about positioning. We're talking about our life, right, our purpose, our focus, our mission, all of these different things, man. And within that comes a powerful word, and it's the word no. And... We want to encourage people that no is a complete sentence. So with that thought, I want to kind of kick it, kick it to you and see with with this thought, AJ, man, what's on your mind about the word no? And let's get into this thing. Oh, man, you know, that is such a huge impact statement right there. Um, You know, no is a complete sentence. And that's so true. 
uh, you know, you, you sit there and you think about through the course of your life, you know, or I remember a song, I actually think watching it with my sister from like Winnie the Pooh, it was like self-control means saying no uh, from one of the little cartoons from back in the day. And as I've gotten older, that's not always just, you know, crazy decisions or situations you got to say no to. You got to say no to people, places, things, appointments, interviews, whatever it may be, man, because if you find yourself always being a yes man, and I know with my profession and my heart and my DNA makeup, just like you, we're givers, we pour, we want to help, we want to be there, and we're also hard workers, and that's kind of where the crossroads I'm at uh, have here lately got in my life is you know, sometimes, man, I just got to unpatch some things, unload some things and understand that as bad as I want to be able to be there and do that, and this and coach this sport and that sport and be, you know, be nonstop pouring into these kids, um, you know, at what cost? It's my life is what it costs. And it's your, your mental health is what it costs you. And, you know, your physical health, because you get burnt out, you get run down, man. And it's, you know, saying no is highly important. It's not just the self-control to certain situations of, you know, don't sprint across the road without looking both ways. It's, do I really need to have this meeting with this person to add on another potential client because yeah we all love to you know be be self-made and you know make money but at the end of the day money it, it, money's important but it's not everything in the sense when you look around man and you got no time for you you're not you're not fulfilling your purpose by being busy you may think you are but you ain't taking enough time to unpack and think clearly for yourself because you're so busy being a yes man for everybody else that you get lost in the shuffle you know, when I look at our last podcast, 35 Pounds, um, we were talking about fitness and I mentioned about about my weight loss. And here's the thing, man. Um, uh, a lot of people see me on my journey and, you know, um, see a lot of things that that have been accomplished. And a lot of times that can really look good from the outside and people don't really know what somebody's carrying. And yes, that segment was about, you know, fitness and carrying the weight. But also with that, man, um, people didn't see like there was a lot of things going on internally that led me to my my weight gain. Right. And so and carrying all of that and not actually under or not actually doing what I needed to do. OK, to keep myself healthy. And I talked about like you saw a man with no agenda. Right. Like step into weight loss and stepping into his journey and trying to get the weight off to think clearer to have more you, you know a, a more vibrant feel to his life and, and all of that but it often takes a tragedy for somebody to like turn their life around or it takes like a big health diagnosis right to like do something okay or your boss tells you you know one more strike and you're fired before you decide to like step up and and here's what i want to say a lot of us like like at some point we have to say no okay we have to say no to you mentioned people right a lot of people pleasing i'm big on that and i think that's one area that it, it coming from the church world a church background a church 
will kill you if you allow it um, to absolutely dominate every every area of of your life. It's never enough. It's never you, you know, and you're doing and you're pouring out so much so that you forget to spend time with Jesus, and that's the whole point of the thing altogether. And so with me, I want people to understand that when you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Because you can't be in two places doing multiple things at one time. If your health is in disarray, you're saying yes to the wrong things. If your finances are not where they should be, then you're saying yes to the wrong things. If your relationship with your spouse, if your relationship with your internal flesh, right, is in disarray and there are things that are out of alignment, AJ, then you are saying yes to the wrong thing. And in that, I want to say no is a complete sentence. But you have to go on a bit of a self-discovery. There has to be a part of this that's on you. Yes, you have to say no, but we have to know the why. And I believe when somebody finds their why, it changes everything. Would you agree with that? Absolutely, man. And, you know, I think something, too, that people, you know, don't really uh, check in and make or self-aware of is, you know, the AJ at 30 is not the same. AJ's desires and goals are not the same at 35. Uh, the why remains as, as far as like why I want to be able to position myself intentionally in life is to be able to help my mom and sister out along in life down the road. But um, a lot of people think because they had this dream at 18, 21, 25, 30, that that's got to be the same dream. And another big deal is a lot of people got dreams for you that think, oh, this is how your life should be. And that's what me personally, man, I've struggled with my whole life uh, is because there's like, People's like, man, if I was you, I'd do this, I'd do that. If I, you know, I'd do Mr. Olympia, I'd do WWE, I'd do da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, bro, I've been on a baseball field grinding since I was four. That a lot of this extra stuff that y'all y'all would do if y'all was me, if you was in these shoes and these Adidas right now, bro, you wouldn't be, you, you'd be tired, man. And, you know, a lot of folks, they just think that they don't, analyze their life through a process because they still think that dream they had at 18 has got to be the same at 30 and it don't you evolve as a person your priorities change um you get married you have kids i'm sure single dustin's dreams and goals were a little different than husband and father dustin um you know compared to now but life progresses your career progresses and you know your environment you may be seeking a change in environment that you know, five years ago, you didn't think, you know, I talked to a lot of people, man, you know, they want to be moved to Birmingham, Atlanta, Miami, the big city life. And they're there for five years and they get in their mid to late thirties and they want to move back to the wiregrass. And I'm like, I get it. I mean, I ain't never been on that side of it, but it goes, goes, you know, hand in hand, you know, people, you hear a lot of people, you know, wanting to get out of the big city as they progress because that lifestyle and dream and vision ain't the same at 52 as it was at 25. You know, I believe that, you know, all of us are called and equipped for whatever 
uh, it is that we were put here on earth to do. But you said something that really stuck out to me that was, it, it was gold, man. You said, you know, if you don't watch out, you know, other people will tell you what your dreams and goals should be, man. And I see that happen so many times that it's haunting. It's it's scary to me at how many people, now some people are built for this, right? Some people love this. You have to have industries, you have to have factories, uh, you have to have all of this. But but here's here's what I'm saying. So many people work so many years at a job they hate with a boss they cannot stand under a mission they know that cares nothing about them and they give their entire life to it just to get old and go gray and die and and that and that scares the bejesus out of me because what we have done is we have just made someone else and their family and their legacy rich while i've destroyed Mine. Now, I want to play devil's advocate a little bit because there are old timers on here. I understand that mentality too. So I don't I don't dare want to disregard hard work. 30 plus years, same job, grinding it out. Guys, listen to me. That is noble. That is powerful. That is something to look up to. And you are teaching me something about grit, tenacity, perseverance, all of those type of things. But I have to talk to that person that knows, right, that they were here for something else. Now, this is not a sign to go out and quit your job. But what this is, I hope and I pray for you, is a moment of clarity where you say, whoa, I call them, I call them those aha moments, AJ. I want this to be an aha moment where somebody uncovers the truth that the reason they can't get that advancement, the reason they can't get that promotion, the reason they cannot elevate is because they're sold out to the wrong person's dream. Absolutely, man. And that you just, that's another, you know, gold nugget right there. You just dropped, man, selling out to someone else's dream, man. Um, you know, a lot of folks, they'll sit there and like you said, I, I tell people all the time, man, I see, talk to buddies that work at, you know, the paper mills and the factories and stuff. And, you know, they're like, you know, they, they, they call me, hey, I'm thinking about doing this on the side. I was like, do it. Do it if that's really what you want to do, because they'll be like, I listened to y'all's podcast or I saw a video of, you know, Jamal, somebody somewhere, Jamal King, Eric Thomas, uh, you know, the, the guys in the industry that that we're in, the personal development industry, um, you know, don't just be a one stop shop, man. Like if you've got this creative side, this want to to explore in life, life is a blessing. Life is a gift given to you from God. So therefore, don't be stuck in what GP's telling you to be for them 12, 14 hour shifts. If you on an off day want to start you a siding business or painting business or lawn care business or woodworking business, whatever it may be, man, um, jump into it because that paper mail, that factory, that school, what whatever it is, that police department, fire department, listen, bro, 
A lot of folks don't want to hear this because it hurts their heart because they all want to feel like their their role is so important. And it is. You impact people where you work on the daily, but they still going to go on long, not just when you retire or leave that job, when you're dead in the ground for years while you're gone for eternity and you're going to spend these little moments in time suffering and caving away at it, man. To the point that like you end up feeling lost because we was talking about clarity and I always have this saying like if you don't have clarity, you have chaos. You you don't have both. Either you're clear and you have a direct vision or you're in chaos on a roller coaster of life. And a lot of folks don't get that dialed in, man, because they're so busy, busy living someone else's dream or building to build someone else's empire, man. And you have the potential and ability to build your own table, build your own empire, too. You, you They got a right and you got a right. When I look at the word no and yes, you know, this can be debated, but I almost feel there's just as much power, if not more power, in clarity. We're t- you're talking about clarity. I think there's almost more clarity in the word no than the word yes. Because l- let me let me explain. The word yes opens up doors, right? The word yes, you, you, you know, saying yes, do it. Do it now. Do it now. Who told you that? Who told you you got to work 30 years? You can't do nothing else. And you you can't start all these side businesses, da 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 who told you that? And, and, and so yes is a powerful word. Don't get me wrong, but no brings a matter of fact decision. Yes brings confusion a lot of times because yes is a word that yes, I'll take that on, even though I'm dangling all these dishes on, on all these pinwheels and I'm floating all these different jobs up in the air and I'm trying to, and there's nothing I can focus on and there's nothing I can really do well because I have all of this going. Hey, Dustin, can you do this? Yes. Give me that too. And I, and I juggle and I'm balancing. Hey, can you do this? Yeah. And so, yeah. And so what I'm doing is I'm bringing on a whole lot of confusion because I can't do everything well. Whereas the word no brings clarity and that person knows that I can't take that on and it does something to your internal psyche where you now know you've made a decision on something and you already start yourself from a position of a win right there, right? And you're able to say no to something that's just going to add more weight on you. And so I think a lot of times the word no is a more powerful word than the word yes in a lot of cases. Absolutely. You know, the word yes, I was just got a little note here, you know, yes invites, that means bring it on, add to, right? No cuts off and subtracts. So when you cut something off or say no to something or turn down, you know, that other opportunity, um, I'm like, and I tell people, I'm like, that's an opportunity for you. That's just more busy work for me, taking away from what I'm really focused on. Yep. So when you say no, it puts like a stamp on it, a period at the end of the complete statement that no, I can't do it. I can't be there. 
But if I say yes, I'm just inviting more on my plate, man. And eventually the plate's going to crumble. And so many people live their lives like that, man. I got somebody near and dear personally to me that I love and my family, man, that just takes on everybody's burdens, everybody's sickness. It's their cousin's cousin sick. We got to help. We got to. And I just tell them, I'm like, that ain't that don't concern our little tribe. We got our little tribe. There's three of us. That's all we got to be concerned with because we already, us three got enough going on. But we can't, you know, I wish we could. We'll pray for them. But it's, you ain't got to be responsible and take on all their burdens and go because they're third cousins, second cousins sick. And they need you to go clean their house and do all. They just, you know, because that's how you get taken advantage of, man. You know, when you sit there and commit to everything that everybody else wants you to do, they'll just start using you and abusing you. You know, no is a complete sentence somebody really really needs to hear that um it's not it's not no but it's not no but i'll try to it's not it's not no and uh no or or you know what i might no okay no i can't do that because i know that that will interfere with my mission okay please please all right I'm not talking about selfish nose. There are some absolute, uh, there, there are some things that, that a lot of us need to say yes to, our family being one. Remember, if I say yes to something, I'm saying no to something else, all right? Or vice versa. If I'm saying no to something, then, you know, and so here's, here's what I want to say. There has to be a moment in time where we self-assess. And I try to do this regularly. I was walking today. I, I, I was I was out walking. I took a, I just, just a walk down the street, man. I just went and I just went and I found myself on this trail in this wooded area. As a matter of fact, I have one of the most powerful prayer times uh, that I've had in a long time, man. And, um, you, you know, I really feel like God is fixing to release some things um, and, and, but here's the thing. In in order to attain God's best for me, I have to quit holding on to those things that pride have me holding on to a lot tighter. I have to release in order to receive. And releasing means I'm saying, no, I won't hold on to this desire to be a people pleaser. You don't think like that. It doesn't come to you like that. But in essence, that's what we're doing. We're when mm-hmm. I'm so concerned how you are going to perceive me that I'm willing to take on all of your problems as my problems now without without gazing to our Father in heaven concerned if that's my burden or not, and I just start taking this stuff on, then in essence, I'm, I'm too worried about someone else's thoughts, how they view me, how they feel about me. So I say no is a complete sentence. But now, why is it, do you think, AJ, that, that we're afraid to use that word so much? Is it, is it rejection? You know, is it, what, what is it about the word no that's so spooky? Oh, man, I think a lot of folks, you know, they're scared to say no to certain things because of comfort. They, they're they scared if they say no to this, to this 
these coworkers, these this business, this family, these friends, whatever it may be, that they may lose them. And so therefore they'll just keep their life in chaos because it's their comfort zone. They're comfortable showing up, being around these people, this job or whatever it may be. And, you know, when you say no and you really take a stand like, you know what, man, my life, my alignment is all out of whack because I've spent like, and me personally, bro, I spent the last 10 years, decade pouring, like I work, I did the math today, just today alone before lunch, I trained 150 something student athletes. Wow. Before just how big my groups are. I mean, I got 50 something with football and then there's 50 girls and then got another group. And I was like, now, wait, a minute. wait a minute, what's the, what's the time period you're handling 150 students? Uh, from 6.30 to 11. So it's boom, boom, boom. Uh, we get football. in a day, though. Yeah, yeah, right. In lunch, in a five-hour period, four-hour period. Man, that's and a lot. It, it's, yeah, and then, you know, so it's like for 10 years, bro, and there's people, it's funny, you pour in like that, and there's people just now realizing, like, some dude came in the weight room this morning when I was working football out, and he was like, man, I didn't know you did it like that. And I was like, I've been saying yes and trying to tell and serve everybody's workout needs for the past decade. And there's still people that don't know that it go motor go puts it down like that. Like I thought it was the standard, you know, and that really hit me. Bro, it's like, you know, I, 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 you got to reevaluate and you know, that they'll sit there and you keep saying yes to everything. It's like, I love doing lessons. I love training people, but I've learned over the last decade that training 150 students before student athletes before lunch that earns me. And it don't matter if you think it or not. I know personally, I've earned the right to prop my feet up for a few hours in the afternoon and not have to do anything. But, you, you know, a lot of people, they don't have that kind of like, this is my standard. This is my life. And it, it ain't nobody going to save me or protect me here on this earth from it, from go, it going how I want it to. And it's nobody's fault if it doesn't go how I want it to, but me. And you got to stand firm on that, man. And you got to understand being a no man, it's, it's, it's going to be lonely. You're going to get judged. People going to probably think you're cocky, think you're too good to be around them, you know, behind whatever words they want to use. But, bro, at the end of the day, saying no is all about giving yourself clarity and giving yourself the confidence to know that you're 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 adjusting your life to your terms and nobody else's narrative out there. That's wild to me that, you know, somebody can go at that level, at that caliber and it not be known, or it not be noticed, or it not be seen, or it not be, and it reminds me of something that um, actually uh, C.J. Quinney, uh, Eric Thomas's right hand man, he he said one time he said he said this, and it and it always stuck. It he opens up a lot of his talks like this. He says nobody cares, and he just stalks. He just stalks with this long dramatic pause and it sucks you in in a way you're like what are you talking about nobody cares bro and and here's why here's why I'm saying that it's like no matter how good of a speaker you are no matter how good of a trainer you are 
no matter how good of a mechanic you are, nobody cares as long as you're showing up and punching that clock. Now, when you stop, everybody, oh God, oh, wait, 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 wait. We don't, we, you're amazing. You're doing, but, but nobody cares. Okay. And so at the end of the day, who am I living for? Am I living a life for nobody to notice? And that's cool. And that's cool. Like, like I don't need nobody to notice, but am I living a life that 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 everybody just expects me to perform at that level, right? Okay? Or am I living a life that my family expects me to live at that level? And I hope that makes sense because it could come off. It could come off, you, you know, mm -hmm. I, I want it to come off confident in what you um, have said no to in what you are uh, dreaming about in what you are hopeful about. I want people to understand that I'm not saying you need to live to show people you need to live because you want to shine a light in this dark world. And there are things that have been placed inside of you, right? That are going to light people up that are going to ignite a fire into someone so much so that they're not going to walk in and say, oh, I didn't notice, right? They're going to walk in and say, oh my God, I want some of that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, man, and it's like you said, man, nobody cares. And I've heard CJ say that before on podcasts and I'm like, all right, what's next? And man, it's like a whole set of, of reps and he still ain't said nothing. And then he comes yep. back with something because it makes you ponder like, you know what, man? It's like when they got you and they have you, you set that standard, that mark. And it doesn't matter what profession it is. You just they know that when you show up, you're going to show out because that's who you are. And that's that's a great that's great that that you're like that. But. You keep going at that pace, that way, for that wage, for that time, for them same people, they just get accustomed to it, you know? And it's like the, the, fir the first year or two of your job, whatever you may be doing, it's like, oh, man, so-and-so's nice with it, man. Glad he got, got to have them. Well, then it's like so-and-so's nice. We expect it every day. And then people, you start looking around, it's like that some, something's a little off, bro, because they ain't, they ain't bringing it. They ain't got uh, I bring it, they bring, you know, we, they were bringing it, but we ain't on the same accord, man. And, you know, it's one of them deals where if you look around, you'll start realizing you need to, the reason they seem like they are being living life more according to how they want is they're saying no. And guess when they say no, who has to pick up the slack, the yes, man, you, and then you're running and gunning for everybody else. And that's when you start feeling lost in the shuffle, man. It's, it, it, it's deep. It's one of them things, man. A lot of folks need to understand that saying no is not meaning like you think you're better than people. It's just, bro, I value my life and my time on this earth and my time with my family, my time, you know, at the beach more than I am concerned about your opinion of me and what you think. Cause I know when I get up every day, what I bring to the table, wherever my room of service is and I show out. 
So when I tell you no, it's because that next room I'm going into, I got to have it. And if I say yes to you, then I'm shortchanging the things that really matter to me. I'll tell you another thing that hurts my heart is that that bugs me a little bit, man. Um, that that happening um, to you, uh, not not necessarily that anybody meant anything. Nobody meant that. I, okay, I've heard it said by pastors, and I've heard it said on memes. I see them on memes all the time. You know you're getting good when you stop getting compliments, or you know you're great when compliments stop because it's become an expectation now. I disagree wholeheartedly with that. I disagree wholeheartedly with that. Why? Because I look at the greats and I look at the people who are really changing lives, AJ. And let me tell you something. People are constantly talking about, you changed my life. It's called impact. It's called impact. It's called legacy. You think the greats have stopped getting compliments? No. Do you think the greats have stopped changing lives? They just become so great that they just don't hear feedback now. No. They're, that, this is why people like people follow people, right? Because, because they have become great, right? And it's become a standard. And now it's caused overflow. And when I hear people say, when I hear pastors say, oh, man, you know you're getting great when you stop getting compliments, I'm thinking in my heart, no, bro, you just live in a dead church. Or you've just gotten, <laughs> soft, in your, you've just gotten soft in your message preparation. You've just gotten, because it's not, about, it's not about you, it's about what you're tapped into. You have done far too much fleshly settling to not recognize greatness around you, period. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And, you know, one of the things, you know, with, with that statement earlier uh, from what, what I went through this morning, man, and, you know, that he was just he was more floored by the fact that, like, he's like, this should this is stuff like I, I played at UK and this is sharper and more clean and more hype and more designed and focused and elite than what I did. When I was back in school, man, and it's right here. And he's like, I've, you know, been a part of the, uh, of this school for such amount of years. And I didn't know this was going on in here. I was like, yeah, because, you know, as a strength coach, you're told, you know, nobody really understands what it is you're doing. Because in college, especially like the strength coach is working them out while the coordinators are off recruiting in the Bahamas or somewhere, they get the vacations. You stay on that grind year round. Um, but when he, when he said that, man, it was like I, I had a player come up to me and he was like, coach, you bring the juice, you, you get us hype, man. Like practice would be so long if we didn't have you out there bouncing around. So it's like the right people notice the right people notice what yeah. you put into yeah. and it's the ones that you impact in the most. And that's why you have to understand, like I've, I've had buddies before, man, when I have early morning workouts, they want to go, you know, out to eat or whatever, out to a move, whatever it may be. I'm like, no, bro, I got to rest because 
them kids expect that standard and that kind of energy from Coach Howard in the weight room at 6.30 on a, on a June morning when school just got out because if I ain't rested up, if I said yes to every little thing and exhausted myself, showed up dragging up, they wouldn't be excited to be there. So the people you impacted most, man, when you're saying no, they're the ones that when you tell them, when you say no to people, the people you're impacting the most, that's who benefits from it, man. And that's what life's all about. Yeah. And, and no, not like, like if, 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 uh, you, you know, looking, you, you said the right, the right people notice it just, it's like, it's like when, Hey, when, when something like that, um, you know, happens, I just wonder like, okay, how many more, how many more are there? But at the end of the day, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, you're given, uh, you're you're giving it your all. You're giving it everything you got, and it's wonderful when somebody does. You you know have that aha moment of like, wow, things are things are are really going great. But but I I felt triggered in my spirit when I heard that because I do know the mentality of of people, and also people are afraid to to give somebody their clout, somebody give them their a that a boy because it irritates my demons because I know I should be doing more, but I'm reminded, um, I'm reminded of this where Jesus says in John 12, starting in verse 46, he says, I have come as a light into the world so that everyone who believes in me would not remain in darkness. And when I read that a light stands out. If you've ever been, I was walking today and I was, uh, I found myself, you know, in the shade of, of the trees that were, that were over the top of me. And when I stepped out into the light, there was a clear distinctness, a clear distinction from dark to light, lightness, lights stand out. And I want whoever's listening here to know that they were born to stand out, but in order to do so, there has to come a moment within where we say, okay, what are we taking on so much so that we are living less than our best and we can no longer stand out in the process? We can no longer not even stand out, but be effective we can no longer be our most effective in what we're here to do because we're saying yes to so much. Exactly, man. It didn't, it didn't, the more yes you say, the more time you give to, to the wrong things. Like you said, man, the, the dimmer that light becomes. And when that happens, man, your quality of life, you, you look around and you create this negative mindset this toxic mindset about you know your life around you because you're just so exhausted because you're trying to be in two places at once and you can't do that man you're not created to do that it's it goes back to the old hate to keep using coaching terms but be where your feet are man mm. be where your feet are light up that room light up that stage light up that office light up that sales meeting that presentation light it up because that's where your feet are and I think the more you, uh, the more knows you say, 
the more in the moment you can be because when you say yes to everything, you're thinking about the 37 speaking engagements you got over the next six weeks that when you're sitting there in the middle school speaking in that moment, your brain's going to start trailing off. Oh, I got to get all this, this, and this, and I got another six weeks of this. So it's just highly important to be in the moment and simplify your life, man, by starting to say no a little more often and don't feel bad about it. That's it. No is a complete sentence. And when you say that, be where your feet are, that's not just coaching terms, brother. I say that to my kids all the time. Man. And it's because I want um, I want what's best for them, man. And what's best for them is learning how to live in the moment, is learning how to be right where they are and have your senses heightened right where you are so that you can show up to every situation, every day and every moment, you know, um, uh, provided, you, you know, um, I understand grief, pain, all of these different things. But, but, but be where your feet are teaches you how to live in the moment and be your best and live your best every single day. So while I'm bringing it to a close, I want to say no is a complete sentence and I hope you guys were blessed out of this and I would love to hear somebody's testimony out there on how and why they need to say more. Outside of that, let's keep that let's go energy. Keep that moto go energy all the way turned up, turned all the way up. Come on.